Pleiades is an open star cluster about 444 light-years away from Earth and is one of the closest star clusters to our planet. It is also known as the Seven Sisters in Messier 45. They have been known to us going back to antiquity, ancient cultures ranging from the Celts, Hawaiians, Maori, Aboriginal Australians, Persians, Arabs, Chinese, to the Japanese and Native Americans have all had the Pleiades featured prominently in folklore and literature. These stars are prominent in some Native American creation stories, traditions which Dan Lottie was researching while playing around with lyrics for a new song. He wound his way back to those cultures and traditions by taking one of the stars in the Pleiades and putting it to song and making a metaphorical lamp for the way forward. For Dan, making art is largely a spiritual process, and the music that his band Danger Muffin makes is meant to connect people on a deep level. It's music that's made for healing and for community. Coming up, you'll hear a conversation from Dan and his bandmate Mike Savilli, plus a lot of live songs from them with fellow group members Johnny Calamari and Andrew Hendricks. Like this tune, the song about that star and the Seven Sisters, on this episode of Southern Songs and Stories. Southern Songs and Stories is produced in partnership with Grassroots Radio, WNCW, and the Osiris Podcast Network, and is available wherever you get your podcast and at WNCW.org. Osiris connects you with podcasts, videos, and live experiences featuring the artists and topics that you love. OsirisPod.com is where you can check out all these shows, including the new season of The Shift List with host Chris Jacobs presenting innovative chefs from around the world talking about the music that fuels their shifts in the kitchen, their food, and their lives. One of the easiest ways to help spread awareness of the artists featured here on Southern Songs and Stories, their music, and this series is to subscribe to the podcast and to give it a good rating and a comment on the platforms where you listen to your podcast. This is Southern Songs and Stories, the music of the South and the artists who make it. Is that a taser? Because I was going to say, you need to use that on him. <laughs> do it, do it. We give you permission. <laughs> Somebody stop him before this chair gets set up. Oh, man, that, that, that chair is, oh, man, that's that's a pretty sad chair. It's a great chair. Yeah, dude, are you going to be okay dude, in that thing? <laughs> We're going to make this work. This is the thing that you broke, I guess, over here? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if I you can chalk that up to your guy here. Uh, I guess you just set this down. Guy. You have to have this part. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's okay. Well, that's the rookie chair if I ever saw yeah, one. That's Johnny Calamari is the new guy in the band, and he played bass for Danger Muffin the day that we recorded our interview at the Albino Skunk Music Festival in April of this year, 
less than three months after he took over as their bassist. This was me firing up the handheld recorder, which kind of does resemble a taser, and all of us setting out some chairs at one of the little cabins on the property. It's called the Nap Shack, and the folding chair that Johnny pulled out of it had apparently not been used since the Skunk Fest last fall. So, lots of bugs and dust. A chair the rookie gets. But Johnny didn't seem to mind. As a seasoned touring musician, it probably didn't face him one bit. He moved from Pittsburgh to Johnson City, Tennessee, about the time that he joined the band, which includes another relatively new member, Andrew Hendricks, formerly of the band Yarn. He lives outside of Pittsburgh on a farm now. While founding members Dan Lottie and Mike Civilli moved out of Charleston, South Carolina, to the mountains of western North Carolina some years ago. They played without their drummer Adam Williams that night, fresh off of a tour opening up for Yonder Mountain String Band. This is their performance of the song Old Fidel that night at the festival from their latest studio album, Heritage.
Oh yeah, living in these different places. Well, let's talk about the places. Living in Marshall, um, living in Asheville, uh, gosh, living all over. So how much, I guess it's almost like you're only staying there in between gigs. <laughs> is that the way it is? You tour a lot. Is that right? I mean, how much are you home? Yeah. We're, we do tour a lot, and but, you know, we also build in a lot of time to be home. You know, we all yeah. really value our lives at home. And uh, it's a interesting balance to try to make it all work. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just uh, we try to set it up so that we're looking forward to hitting the road and we're excited about it. And then we're looking forward to coming home and we're excited yeah. about that, too, you yeah. know, so... And, we, you know, we're looking forward to recording in the studio. Uh, we got some new songs on the horizon and stuff. So, you know, it's just striking a balance that makes everybody happy. Yeah. You know? Balance. Well, also, just kind of adding on to what Mike was saying about, you know, um, and you're just kind of asking about where we live and how, how do we like it. You know, like, I've been in the, the mountains here, you know, for about five years um, with my wife. <clears throat> And we moved up here so she could apprentice as an herbalist because it's one of like the hubs for herbal medicine in the country. It's an amazing place. And since I moved here, the inspiration for songwriting has been exponential for me. Hmm. I mean, it's something about these mountains, man. There's a lot, a lot of energy going on with them. And it's been just a phenomenal place to be for me as a, as a writer. Um, Mike, you had mentioned Mike having a baby Christmas Christmas morning, and so we decided to kind of take the winter and just kind of be around, which was really nice, you know, really nice for him and really nice for us to take a little break, you know. And in that time, you know, for me personally, I was really able to dig in on a lot of a lot of songwriting. So I think that the future plan is now that we finished this one initial tour with Yonder to. Um, get in there and do a danger muffin acoustic album maybe some kind of ep uh-huh. with a couple of um actually we got some really nice live performances too on this you know one in austin and another mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in la that we're we're really happy how they turned out so maybe we'll pull some stuff from that uh but then some new material as well you know for an acoustic project and and then we're thinking bigger picture for the next danger muffin album as well it's uh, the songs are already there and that's a good sign we are Danger Muffin, originally from Folly Beach. It's good to be home, baby. Good to be home.
That's Lady of Fire, performed live at the Albino Skunk Music Festival, a song on their 2015 album Songs for the Universe. The band has come a long way musically and personally in the 12 or so years since Mike Civilli and Dan Lottie formed a duo, soon to be a trio, named Danger Muffin. They came up with a name that was meant to be kind of a playful oxymoron, it seems, which points to the fun-loving kind of lives they were leading then. And that playfulness lives on today in what vocalist Dan Lottie described as version 4.0 of the group. But there's also more wisdom and balance apparent in their demeanor and in their music now. You don't have to think too hard to figure out what Danger Muffin was putting across in their song, What's in a Bottle, from their 2007 album Beer Muta. The themes you hear in songs like Lady of Fire and Ancient Golden Star at the top of the show are far different. They show a keen awareness of the natural world and are focused on our place in it as well as our heritage, our relationship with the universe, and using their music as a vehicle for spiritual healing. Danger Muffin is still ready for a party, but they might be doing yoga first.
what can be done to improve life for artists? I mean, I would just say find authenticity. You know, instead of going for the easy path, like when you flip on the TV or you're walking through Walmart or you see a billboard, all the things that happen in the context of those things are, are being programmed to you. And that's the easy path. You could say, oh, I like that because I saw the billboard. But if you seek things out that are a little harder to find or a little bit maybe, you know, rough around the edges, but have the authenticity, then I think that you are going to find yourself supporting something that's um, just a, a lot more real and a lot less uh, a big business, you know? I think it is getting better for artists. I think that we are more empowered now than we ever have been. I mean, like even a band like us being able to tour, you know, I don't know, 30 years ago, maybe like touring without a label, you know, like it's almost unheard of, you know, but now we're in this world where people can really reach audiences and you have things like, um, what's the, uh, what's the website where they, uh, not I want to say like GoFundMe, but some of these like crowdsourcing yeah. things, you know, where people can really find their audience and be supported by them. So now we have like all these tools at our disposal to really be able to create. And I think ultimately at the end of the day, that's going to make the more the more that we're creating, even though it's a little chaotic, you know, and there's a lot to kind of go through, the better off we're going to be as a society, you know, for that. I always do the Southern question. It's called Southern Songs and Stories, so it's fairly south centric the outside perspective is highly valued here because that gives another you know definition that sometimes is a little clearer or has some something that i missed but um the southern question being what do you see in danger muffins music that reflects where you came from or maybe something southern in general what is from the south that is in your music that you maybe can say okay yeah this is definitely a southern thing that's in my song here um any comments guys well i think just you know there's a tradition of like you know sort of south and deep south and even again all the way to like austin or whatever a lot of the songwriters that have come out like these song centric sort of communities you know folk music you know bluegrass music um you know, a lot of that sort of those traditions, they're they're very much alive here. And I, I put a lot of, you know, uh, impetus on that and like the, the songs themselves. And uh, yeah, the Carolinas have been very nurturing for us, you know, and, and um, it's its own own world, you know, in so many so many ways. Uh, and I definitely feel like, you know, it's been our home for quite some time. The only thing I can think of is more on a personal level, but just like might be my influences. Like the reason why I started playing the guitar was, you know, very much like influenced by like a Southern blues and stuff like that. Um, and uh, so I guess, you know, for me, that has to be a product of kind of the way I'm playing. Like I've, I've never been to Brazil and learned Brazilian music or I've never been to Africa and learned African music or China or whatever, but I've, you know, I, I took it upon myself to learn, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan and, uh, you know, the Almond Brothers and stuff like that. And so I was drawn to that, the, just the, some, something about the honesty, the, you know, the um, humbleness, like the, you know, I always think of that song, the Leonard Skinner song, Simple Man, you know, and, and there's something to be said about, 
you know the mantra to that song and it's you know complicated is not better necessarily better you know and, and learning what to be simple is like learning the important things in life and staying true to those things you know that was guitarist mike civilli following lyricist and lead vocalist dan lottie after a bit of their live performance of the danger muffin original the rising souls along with a bit of the gospel tune i'll fly away The band is on the road a lot these days and has recently released their first live album, Live at Stage One. Much of that performance at the Fairfield, Connecticut venue is also on a film documentary titled Dreamin' in a Dream by Morning Moon Productions. That's our show. Thanks for listening. I'm your host and producer, Joe Kendrick, inviting you to like and follow the show on our Facebook page, on Twitter at South Scenes, and Instagram at South Stories. Send me an email and I will be glad to get back to you from southernsongsandstories at gmail.com or from joek at wncw.org. Southern Songs and Stories is a part of the podcast lineup on both Public Radio WNCW and the Osiris Podcast Network. And you can also hear new episodes on Bluegrass Planet Radio. This is Southern Songs and Stories, the music of the South and the artists who make it. Anything that I left out, guys, this has been great. I ran through all my questions. Is there anything that you thought of that I should present? What, what, what else is there? Just big, big future plans, you know. Yeah. We're at a point where uh, we feel like we're expanding, you know. Um, we've got, uh, feel like we have a lot of momentum right now. And um, we've paid a lot of dues. Uh, you know, it's a forever situation. We'll, we'll always be doing what we do regardless, you know, mm. of the challenges. We've met them all kind of head on, you know, and we feel like we'll, you know, just continue to create and, and keep releasing songs because it's what's right for us, you know. It heals us. And I think that that sort of thing sort of resonates out with people. And we, we connect with people all over, you know, we tour that, we really have made a difference for that we never would have known otherwise and yeah. that's what it's about for us man
Thank you so much. Thank you, Ziggy. Thank y'all.